At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is hour number three of prime time action, wrapping up the show on a Tuesday night from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. I'm with Matt Brown. Who's that Matt Brown? M2. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass at Kelly Bidlin. I'm Ben Wilson. Rest of our outstanding crew, Sean McCollum on audio, Jeremy Wengel, technical director, Isaiah Von Vrinkel, downstairs, Wyatt Tomchek as well. And we've got some scores to update there. One Mr. Bidlin. I don't know why you hate your Twitter account so much. It is ben, also, ben underscore Wilson underscore I, I do, one. I do it like once a show. What's, what's also, also uh, Von Vrinkel doesn't get included into the excellent crew downstairs. Von Frankel is just like he kind of. I thought I said every, excellent crew, Sean, Jeremy, and, and then, then I paused. And then, yeah, and yeah, then exactly. I said you were like dot dot dot. Yeah, and also Von Frankel's down there. And then I made sure I made sure to put wide in a separate oh, yeah, also excellent say, category. Your fellow Packers backer there, Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt, we're both Wisconsinites. Packer backers. I think he put more prep work into uh, the upcoming is it black edition shirt of day. Thirty-two teams. I think it is black shirt day. Actually, is it black shirt day for uh, for, <laughs> for Von Frankel. <laughs> I We're laughing, you, I, I, you know, I, 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 I have to do it. I, I have to do it. Isaiah Von Frankel <laughs> works downstairs, and we, we got to pull the curtain back. He owns five shirts, and yeah. he wears the same five shirts every single day of the week, every week. So, like, on Monday, I, I think he, he wears, like, an army green shirt. Shirts, on hope. Tuesday, he wears, like, a gray shirt. On Wednesday, he wears, like, a black shirt. And whatever. And like, but it's the same color shirt. Yeah. Every day of the week for that day. So he will remember things 
on like what day something happened because we, I remember I had the blue shirt on that day. Oh, you and know, they, what, so I knew it was a Tuesday. Matt, you know what I just heard in my ear? Yeah, Tuesday's Blues Day. Tuesday Blues Day. <laughs> so there we, now I'll never forget that. So You'll I'm, never forget that. For now. the rest of my life, I'll know. You'll I'll be, be like Taco Tuesday. I'll be eighty-seven Tuesdays, years Blues old on my deathbed, and I'll know if it's Tuesday what shirt Isaiah von Frankel's wearing. Like I, I'll, I'll, He's I'll a know that. Man, all right. Yeah. Oh man. They're like, do you remember your name? I'm like, no, but it's Tuesday, <laughs> so Isaiah von Frankel's wearing a blue shirt. Like that'll be the only thing I remember on my deathbed. I'm with you. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get that out of my head now. Yeah. It's gonna be like Taco Tuesdays. What else do I associate with yeah. Tuesdays? Blues days, because yeah. I just heard that Great. for the first time ever. He's ruined Tuesday. For Is me. that like if that's not like a, a oh St. Louis God, Blues the Red Sox? What happened? Oh, God. oh no! They're just throwing the ball all over the place. Come on, Boston! Oh my Wait. God! They what just happened? Three, two runs just scored. Wait, three. On three multiple run, throwing errors three on one play. scored on one play where the pitcher ended up clutching his arm. So I think what happened was the, the pitcher was supposed to be covering home plate because the catcher was backing up a different base, and the pitcher hurt himself, so he was just laying on the ground, and they just kept sending runners around the plate. So three runners scored. I need a replay. Matt Strom, the pitcher. Remember, Chris Sale, 85 pitch a limit there. He is out of the game, leaves it a 2 nothing with a 2 nothing lead. <laughs> This is going to end up, it's three, oh, so the line drive hit him in the wrist. He picks oh. up the ball, fires it to throws first, it and throws the, it into right throws field. Throws it into the world. Then he just goes down in a crumpled heap on the but ground. Look, look, the catcher so wasn't anticipating the then ball. The, so then the, the throw from the outfield, yeah. it gets away from the catcher, but since the pitcher's hurt, he can't cover home, and literally everybody scores on the play. Except I'm the not, guy who I, hit the ball. I mean, I'm not even going to put that on the pitcher because I, I don't want to take a liner off my forearm anytime soon. I imagine that hurts pretty uh, pretty badly. What the heck's the catcher doing, though? Here's the thing. If his arm hurts so bad, he's just throwing it with his other arm over to first and not throwing it into the outfield. It would have been or so just, weak just that hang it would have just, just not throw the ball yeah, it, it would, at it, all. He it, it could have rolled it over their opposite arm. We got – we got a big anti-sweat going on here, Strom, and and, Strom and you ruined just, it. Yeah, and you ruined you ruined our anti-sweat. Everything cool, Chris Sale just did. Yeah, Strom, you wrecked it. Unbelievable. You wrecked it. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, should we? Uh, that should stinks. We, should we do scores, Kelly, or should we wait till next uh, till a couple segments? No, let's roll through them quick All here. Right. All right, we got Pirates up on the Marlins three to two. That game into the bottom of the eighth inning already. Uh, Pirates minus three seventy five live. Marlins plus two eighty five. If you wanted to jump in there, Blue Jays taking the lead over the Phillies four to three. Now in Toronto, bottom of the sixth inning. Blue Jays minus eight twenty five though. So I'm gonna guess they got men on base. Phillies plus five fifty ten and a half. Your total second there. and third one outs. Yes, there you go. Uh, I don't need to say it, but Rays up on the Red Sox, yeah. three to two, bottom of the sixth, minus three twenty-five. The Rays move to favorites now. Red Sox plus two fifty-five, seven and a half your total. White Sox up on the Guardians, four to nothing. That game is in the bottom of the sixth inning. You can get thirteen to one on the Guardians live if you'd like. Six and a half the total. Mets up on the Braves, one to nothing. That came in the bottom of the fifth inning. Mets minus one ten live. Braves minus one twenty five and a half. The total there. Uh, Brewers up on the Twins, two to one. That game in the top of the fourth inning. Milwaukee minus one forty five. Minnesota plus one fifteen. Eight and a half your total. Cardinals on top of the Dodgers, four to one. 
This game in the top of the fourth inning. Live numbers currently off the board. Yankees on top of the Reds, two to nothing. Bottom of the third inning. Third inning. Thank you. I thought I saw that wrong for a second. Reds are seven to one live. If you want to hop in, eight and a half is your total. Cubs up on the Orioles, two to one. Top of the fourth there. Cubs minus two twenty. Orioles plus one eighty eight and a half. Your live total. Rangers up on the A's, two to one. That game is in the bottom of the fourth. Uh, it's minus 375 on the Rangers, plus 285 on the A's. No live total currently posted. Royals up on the Tigers, 3-2. to two. That one in the top of the third inning. Live numbers currently off the board. And Padres, Rocky, scoreless for yeah. some reason. <sighs> top of together. the second inning. Viper Hawks. Padres minus 125, Rockies minus 105. Nine and a half your live total. Okay. We'll preview the two late games, one of which is our second uh, pick, our, our underdog pick. Oh, boy. Things have gotten interesting. Oh, first and third, two outs yeah. now for the Guardians. Uh-huh. Dylan Cease at 100 pitches. Uh-huh. Four nothing yeah. game there for uh, the White Sox. So we had to change. Remember, we changed our pick. We're on the yes. Angels now as a dog because that earlier game had the Nationals against the Mariners. That game uh, was rained out earlier. So we'll preview those two late games Astros, Angels, and then D backs, Giants in a little bit. But. Second team, Matt, of our 32 teams and 32 shows. Kelly, we fire up the music again. The Tuesday double dip head into the NFC North. Packers, 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 Ben Wilson's favorite team. (laughs) That is quite the lead-in. I thought you were going to do the Do you own shares? I do not own any shares. I don't own shares. I'm not an owner. Come on, man. I'm not an owner. Why, Tom Check does. Bigger fan than you are. Clearly. He's an owner. What What can I say? You should have had him. He on. goes home every summer to uh, to the Wisconsin area to work at his grandfather's hardware store. That's a true Wisconsinite. Yeah, even, I don't. Even do though that. I don't think he's really from Wisconsin. I'm sorry, I don't do that. I don't. I, my family doesn't own a hardware store. So I, <laughs> I can't. Literally can't. All right, his, Matt. Green Bay Packers. He's like my family doesn't own a hardware store. My family owns a whole town. <laughs> so sorry. That has like, a couple hardware so stores. So it's hard for me to work for the whole town. Whenever you know, whatever. I don't know if you guys know or not. I curled in high school. So, I was a great you know, vice skip. These, yeah. Somebody did uh, tweet at me last night asking for my official take on spotted cow. So uh, yeah. maybe, maybe we can discuss that. Ben's like, when I go home in the summer, what I do do is I clean the whole fourth floor of our house, though. So I do do that. <laughs> so I do help my parents out. And my Yo, you got a fourth floor. You ain't, I, nobody, you're not I cleaning clean, it yourself. I clean the whole fourth floor of the house. <laughs> On the east wing, not the west wing. I don't like that. I but think on the east I think, wing, I do. I think you mean he helps the maid. He points out areas yeah. that need yeah. to be the, cleaned. The starboard side, <laughs> as, as, as yes. it were. Okay. All right. All right. Let's talk All Green right. Bay Packers. Matt LaFleur, you know the coach. Joe Barry, defensive coordinator. Now we have Adam Sinovich, who has been promoted from the run game coordinator to be the offensive coordinator here. For this Packers squad, Ben We have spent the majority of the first segments when we've been doing these previews on talking about the kind of the transactions of these teams. Mm -hmm. The Packers didn't do jack in 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 the offseason. I mean, they brought in they brought in defensive lineman Jaron Reed, they brought in Sammy Watkins, and that's about it. Like they didn't really have any other major signings at all. Now, if you want to look at the list of people that are out of town, there are a lot of people that are out of town. So we can take a look. At Devontae Adams, Zadarius Smith, Billy Turner, Channon Sullivan, Lucas Patrick, Dennis Kelly, Tyler Lancaster, Oren Burks, Equinemius St. Brown, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, all those guys out of town. But when you talk about guys that are coming in, it's, it's pretty much Reed and Watkins. And yet, 
ESPN PFF overall roster previews coming into this year. Packers fifth uh, fifth best overall roster coming in to 2022, largely because of the strength of the defense, which I know we'll, we'll break down here. But it's still, I think a lot of that is because of the look the overall confidence that, that the front office has in what they've got, especially on the defensive side and. And when you have Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback, the wide receiver room is going to be a huge liability this year. But you combine that with a still really solid couple of guys in the running back spot, they they pretty clearly feel confident they can still get the job done. They do. They did have a ton of draft picks, and so they they utilized that on. Although there were people screaming at the television, we got to run. We got to run. Viper Hawks. Viper Hawks. Strike. Thank you, Austin Gomber. Oh, I thought it was coming. I'm sorry. I thought oh, that was coming. set up for the. Oh. We, just, we can't predict for the runs. Okay, I just I thought. That was, yeah, I was gonna say I thought that was I thought that was a, a really signal that was coming. That was so cool. What we could use here, though, let's go ahead and get a, a grand. Let's get a grandy. Th- this has been a clunky half inning as far as hits go. I, I think we're lucky that we've got one. It's okay. We'll we'll take a grandy right here and just take a, a nice commanding five run lead. <laughs> sure. And like that'll be sure. that'll be good. Um. But on the draft side of things, I mean, you know, a couple of first-round picks. They didn't take a, a wide receiver. Everyone was screaming at the television. I'm sure you were probably as well. They take. Oh Quay, no, I, you Quay figure Walker. it out after so many years. <laughs> like, okay, they're definitely not doing that. So yeah, linebacker Quay Walker with their first-round pick. Another first-round pick, Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle, with their first-round pick. They do finally take a wide receiver in the second round. Wide receiver Christian Watson. Then with a the third-round pick, offensive guard. They take another wide receiver with a fourth-round pick. They take another offensive guard with their fourth-round pick. They had two fourth-round picks as well. And then the fifth round, they took a linebacker as well. But they finally do get that wide receiver in Christian Watson with that second-round pick, who is going to be expected to step up and contribute as a rookie. Of course, we'll, we'll talk about all that on the other side. We will. Packers favorites to win the NFC North. We'll discuss what we view the Green Bay Packers to be in 2022. It's 32 teams and 32 shows rolls on right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now till the end of this month. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, our NFL preseason coverage, and premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. We are continuing on. 32 teams in 32 shows. Second team of the night uh, with Matt Brown, Ben Wilson. It's the Green Bay Packers. So, Matt, you look at a team that has the two-time reigning MVP at quarterback, yet you could make a pretty compelling case that this roster, the overall strength here is on the defensive side of the ball. Curious your thoughts on how the Pack will look on defense this year in 2022 where Pro Football Focus has, look, their defensive line ranked third out of the 32 teams. The linebackers fourth out of the 32 teams and the secondary fourth as well. So that appears to be a very big, strong it's, point It's very interesting because in. it doesn't, again, like in the, these things don't always have to, to, to jive or whatever. But so if you look at DVOA last year, they're eighth overall. Right. Second overall offense, but 22nd in defense, right? But that doesn't really jive with kind of – because there wasn't – there weren't any major additions on the defensive side of the ball. If anything, there were major losses, right? right. Zedaria Smith being gone and whatever. And so, um, that said, they are still looked at to be one of the better, one of the better defensive teams. So, um, that's that's kind of an interesting way to look at, at at this at this team overall. Yes, third graded defensive line because you have Rashawn Gary, you have Kenny Clark, you have Preston Smith. I mean, you've got three super 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 talented dudes, Gary has gotten better over the course of his short career. Certainly, if he were to take kind of that next step to become an actual star, then now you've got a you've got a real legitimate defensive line then at that point. 
Um, so, yes, the, the defensive side of the ball is certainly where the strength lies in this team. Of course, Jair Alexander, one of the very best corners, cover corners there is in, in all football. So you have all that. You've got a defense. You've got an, an offensive line that should still be really good. I mean, Bakhtiari again. We're assuming he's going to be back and healthy because that was a big thing. Jenkins is uh, Runyon, Jenkins, all these guys, Myers, all very proven dudes in the NFL, right? So I mean, those guys are all going to be there. The problem being, as you just mentioned, is who's going to catch the passes? And this is a passing league. And Aaron Rodgers isn't going to go out there and run the ball every single time. Like, we know that's not going to be the case. And um, as good as that running back room is, they're going to have to be able to pass the ball in order to have success. Look, that Lions defensive line and the the even the Vikings as well with some of the additions that they made, the Packers aren't going to be able to run the ball just all day long on those teams. And they got to play those teams four times. And so they're going to have to, to do something through the air. And now you're looking. It's Alan Lazard. It's Sammy Watkins. It's Randall Cobb. I'm pretty sure all those guys can eat for a discount at 5 o'clock if, you, if they go and show their IDs <laughs> yeah. and whatever. And then you've got Christian Watson who comes in with a ton of high hopes to, to step in as a rookie and, and, and contribute. But, you know, look, we've seen Aaron Rodgers time and time again, and you know as well as anyone. If he doesn't trust a dude, he doesn't throw them the ball. Like the reason Equinemius St. Brown and Marquez Valdez-Scantling are out of town it's because they were just underutilized. Like they didn't, they they were never truly a part of that offense because for whatever reason he didn't like them, you know. And so Christian Watson has a, a lot of pressure on him because he's going to have to contribute in some way, shape, or form. But he might even he might not get a fair shake, a fair opportunity because if he goes in there and training camp is running the wrong routes or dropping balls or whatever it might be. And all, like, I guarantee he's going to get iced out. I mean, like, we've seen Aaron Rodgers do this it, time yeah. and time again. And that's totally fair. Yeah. I mean, Devontae Adams' is rookie year, you yeah. kind of – I mean, you went through most of that season thinking, man, they, they paid a premium to yeah. get this guy. Is, is he going to pan out? Because you just didn't see it. And even, even this guy wasn't a typical wide receiver. Yeah. Like, you go back to Jermichael Finley, who was right. viewed as this game-changing tight end, you know, mm. new wave tight end receiving threat. And they those guys really clashed yeah. Rodgers' first year as a starter. So, I mean, you think about since he's been the established guy, really Randall Cobb's the only rookie wide receiver who – I can I can remember being like okay he there's an inherent mm -hmm. trust there right away and Cobb was all, always a much more mature wide receiver than his age so that, that's a totally fair point and you wonder how will how will that uh, that will how will that work you know play out at least early on in the season you would think too though from the the play calling standpoint right and we've had this kind of I don't know if it's if you view it as a lazy narrative but there hasn't been a whole lot of credit given to Matt Lafleur for what he's done mm -hmm. in his first two years he went 13 games back to back seasons. Uh, because of the fact that he had Aaron Rodgers in a pretty loaded offense, but you know, you think about some of the uh, some of the numbers that uh, that Rodgers has shown, where he's throwing the ball away far fewer times now in, in the last couple of years under Lafleur. His his uh, his percentage, or I guess his seconds from drop back to releasing the pass, that is certainly shortened up compared to the last year under Mike McCarthy. Clearly, the offensive play calling has at least been in a more optimal position for Rodgers. Now, how will that translate to a lesser receiving core? It's, it's anybody's guess, right? But you have to give LaFleur some credit in the mix of all this, Matt, where he's clearly optimized this offense to, you would think, carry it over, even if it's not going to be a Devontae Adams-led wide receiver core that is going to just carry the day and make things super, super easy. 100%. It, like, so it's the LaFleur, even though he's a younger coach, he's like fallen into this whole – like Belichick thing where it's like you don't get 
as much credit as you deserve because people start saying like, well, all right, he had Tom Brady all those years or whatever. And like, it's, so it's the same deal with floor. It's like, ah, you know, I mean, it's pretty easy to win games when you got that, yeah. that, that Rogers guy or whatever. But I mean, you know, yeah, Aaron, having Aaron Rodgers is certainly a, a step in the right direction if you're trying to win games, but they were doing it with one receiver. Essentially. Again, like they, they, they've never had a real good, str- true, solid number two in, in a long time, and certainly not under Lafleur's watch, right? And like he was still able to navigate this team to, to, to win in thirteen games last year. And so I thought they, I thought it was a, a magnificent job. I thought it was a masterful job. Now I'm down on this team this year. I think this team could really, really struggle. Like I, I. It is going to be tough if you have to rely on Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins and these dudes to. I mean, like to Matt, really get it done. It's going to be tough. I, I mean, just real quick before you dive in, like I think that is. I don't know how you guys feel, but I think the wide receiver situations in Green Bay and Kansas City are one of the most interesting storylines heading into this season, right? Because if you were, if if you knew it was going to be absolutely fine. Or if you knew it was going to be terrible, you'd have a much better read on both these teams, the Chiefs and the Packers. But I think it's really hard to to get a grasp on that until probably week five, week six of the season, until they've actually spent some time playing some games together. So I get, like Matt, to your point, I kind of end, you know, I'm a little bit more down on this team this year. You know, me and you bet the Vikings for like the fifth consecutive year, and I'll probably lose money again. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how these wide receivers pan out. It's, look, it's a good. It's a good offensive line, but you know, you and I, you and I are on the Vikings. Zadarius Smith is now with them, and yeah. then you got Tomlinson, and you got Phillips, and you got Hunter, all sitting there on the Vikings defensive line, ready to get after Aaron Rodgers and stuff. And so, like as good as that offensive line is for for the Packers, you got a really good defensive line against your chief competitor in your own division, and again. You're gonna have to be able to get the ball to someone, and I, I just I don't know if that's going to be able to get be done consistently. Like I have a I have a offensive player of the year ticket on on Aaron Jones because I actually think he could end up being like the second leading receiver. On I this was team. just gonna say that that, like, that, that is a guy Camara, who, who right, pro, yeah. right who projects to be to have a, an incredible season, and that's even if they. It sounds like they'll probably reduce his carries this year because yeah. of uh, how good their you know their number two back has been with AJ Dillon yeah, like, as well. And even even saying that. Still believe Aaron Jones will have a big game. Like I, I, it would not surprise me at all if we see twenty five percent of snaps him lined up like like in the slot or something or whatever, something like that, just to try to get the ball in his hands. A guy that we know Aaron Rodgers trusts, a guy that is awesome with the ball in the open field, a dude that can really make plays and break tackles and stuff. So like, I, I have a ticket on him to win Offensive Player of the Year because I think that there's a chance he could like. Yes, the, the carries get reduced, but the receiving numbers go so incredibly high that you're just looking no at this doubt. guy like, oh, my God, this guy's a, a force. You know, this guy's a, a, a massive force here. So, um, I, look, I like, I like the Vikings in the division. I've got, to, I've got to take it on the Vikings already in, in the division. I think, they're, I think they have done what they need to do to kind of catch up to this Green Bay team. The switching of coach, certainly, with Minnesota is a, a huge bonus for them as well. If you look at this Green Bay schedule, which we've, we've got on the screen right now, it's the 15th easiest or – 17th toughest, however you want to look right at it. Right in the middle, pretty much. Yeah, schedule. There is 10.8 projected wins by the people at Sharp Football. And I get it because you see the – like, it's pretty easy to pick out the wins. And then it's like there are those losses on there where you look and you go, okay, at the Bucks, probably a loss. You go deep in the season. You see the Rams. You don't expect the Rams to be down at all. So you're kind of like, okay, that could certainly be a loss. At the Bills, going to be very, very tough – to go at the Bills by that point, and you know that point in the season, the Bills should be 
rocking and rolling at the Eagles. If the Eagles are much better like I think, that could be, you know, a, a tough game for this team as well. So there's there's certainly some spots here where we're going to figure out what, what they're made of. There's no doubt about it. But I'll it. say this. It, it is a team, unlike a lot of their teams in the past, it is built for December and January in mm-hmm. Green Bay where this is going to be not, I wouldn't say run first, but they're right. going to be a run-heavy team. And two main offensive linemen, Elton Jenkins, David Bakhtiari, who really barely played last year. I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you see a slow start, a lot of these things taking time to gel, where you go one and two out of the gates. I mean, we've seen the Vikings have a lot of success against Rodgers in the pack in Minneapolis before. Bucks is a tough game on the road who destroyed them uh, when we saw them play the last time in Tampa. So could it be an, a, a slow start for them and maybe you get an in-season uh, win total over? Mm-hmm. I certainly think that could be a possibility on the pack in 2022. All right, we'll come back, update some scores, discuss the late baseball next. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. A big development in the big uh, NLE showdown there in Atlanta. Mets, Braves, and Matt Olson has done it again. Matt Brown going yard. Two-run shot. Braves up 2-1. to one, His uh, 14th homer of the year. The Cardinals just continue to pile it on there. Yeah. The Dodgers a three spot in the second, one in the third, and another two in the fourth to take a 6-1 to one lead over the Dodgers. Uh, Mitch White has given up 10 hits in this one through four innings. So, not good, Ben. Last time not, I checked. Not good. Uh, not six good. earned and uh, two of those leaving the yard. Of course, however, Pujols has taken him deep and Gorman now has gone deep as well. So, it is, as I look, everybody except for Dylan Carlson – Already has a hit in this game wow. for the Cardinals. So uh, Dylan Carlson, the the only guy getting left out of the party, though, he has walked and scored. He has walked and scored. Tough beat if you're on Rangers' first five tonight, who, as we talked about earlier, it was kind of ridiculous that they were laying such a big number against the terrible A's with uh, Glenn Otto on the mound. But it was, it was 3-1 Rangers going to the top of the fifth, and not only did they give up uh, one run on a, uh, on a force-out, play uh that was just a fielder's choice with the bases loaded makes it three two but uh we have another case of a pitcher making an error to completely screw his team we saw it earlier in the red sox game red sox down a three two in the bottom of the seventh to the rays glenn Otto throws uh, throws a ball away fielding error and actually yeah it is a throwing error technically on Otto. two runner score four three a's top of the fifth that's gotta not be fun if you're a rangers first five backer we're sitting here we're sitting here one one nothing in in our game, but we're gonna have a sweat here, fellas. We got a runner on second. Runner on second. Two for, off for, for Colorado. So. One oh. zip uh, to the Padres right now. They've left what uh, four guys yes. I think in scoring position already, already in this yes. game. We need we need yeah. Clevenger to step it up here. If this ball was hit about eight eight feet further, uh, we would already be in trouble. Ooh. In the meantime, uh, Nick Gordon base hit for the Twins, so they are out of a rain delay there in Minneapolis. Uh, actually, they've had two different rain delays. <laughs> two pop-up classic yeah. Midwest, upper Midwest summer storms. With, like, uh, massive amounts of rain yeah. falling fast, and so then much it just rain. stops. Like, it, it, these were two different, like, five-minute storms that would have probably drowned yeah. all of Las Vegas had they happened uh, where, where we are here. But it is 2-2 two, two, to the top of the fifth, and it looks now, like there's about... Now, I'll make what a catch! What a oh. catch! Nice running catch made and left for the Padres, so they get out of the inning. one nothing. 
through uh, through three. Matt Brown, is that worthy of a like, Viper uh, Hawks? Let's sounder? go. Let's know. go. Let's get Padres left fielder. Good job. Let's get the sounder. There we go. Bang. We have one game still to go here, Matt, and that starts in. And this was again not our first choice, but. Which starts in five minutes. Luis Garcia and the Astros against Noah Syndergaard and the Angels. So again, for this uh, this competition, day number two, we had to pick one favorite, one underdog. After our first selection was rained out, we had the Nationals earlier. That game uh, washed out with the Mariners. We are going with the Angels. This was one of two choices we had for the late sl- yeah. slate, Matt. And, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, but we are yes. we are going with. It's interesting. This game was basically open. Astros minus one thirty, one thirty five overnight. And I, I personally felt pretty strongly like, all right, this, this, this would probably make sense as the favorite play today, taking the Astros. But this is just seen a steady team of angel money all day, and it's down now. I think it's gotten as low as plus 103 at a couple shops in the market. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's again, we do have something. Wor- we do have one thing working on our favor, and that is that there is no Jordan Alvarez in this lineup, which That's is big. which is which is certainly big for us. Um, you look on the the angel side of things, Trout, Otani, Ward, Walsh. So I mean, you've got the the meat of that order in there as well. So we just kind of have to hope here that that we can scrape across a a couple of runs, and then Noah Syndergaard can be just a little bit better than he's. I mean, listen, he hasn't been horrible. We just need him to be just a little bit better than he's been this season. Because again, this Astros lineup, even with Alvarez out of there, is still. Super, super dangerous. And I'd say with Syndergaard, the way he started was really strong. And we kind of, everybody in the baseball betting community, it didn't take a genius to say, okay, there's no way this lasts. This guy's going to come crashing back to earth. And for the most part, that crash has happened. You look at now, still pretty respectable, mm-hmm. 384 ERA. And the, the FIP right now is 383. So he's essentially had that regression play out, Matt, to a degree here. And is sitting at a spot where... Uh, yes, the you know the fastball velocity wallet is is certainly significantly down from his Mets days, and he's only striking out seven per nine, which is certainly uh, certainly a career low. The command has still been good, only two walks per nine. Uh, you look at some of the uh, the hard hit numbers for him; uh, they're not they're not the greatest numbers in the world, but at you know thirty two percent, it's not like he's bottom half of the league either. He's right he's right around league average in a lot of different respects, and at least has somewhat of somewhat of the pedigree from pitching solid early in the season where. It's not like you know. It, it's not the worst. You know, put your put your foot in your uh, in your mouth and just be like, okay, we we can't even yeah. bear to sweat this. You can at least make a case here for Syndergaard in in a weaker lineup spot. Like and, this. and if you look at the props in this one, right? So Garcia's strikeout props at five and a half. Syndergaard's props at four and a half. But if you look at the outs recorded, Garcia's sitting at fifteen and a half, whereas Syndergaard's sitting at seventeen and a half. Right. So it's one of those things where, yeah, his strikeout stuff isn't quite there like it used to be but also projected to go a little bit longer in this game, at least, um, than, than Garcia is. Yeah. So, so Garcia just gave up five earned his last start. Yeah. He's, been, he's been a little spotty this year. A pitcher I really like, but has been inconsistent. Yeah, and so you, you take a look here, and the hits allowed by both of these guys are both sitting at four and a half. So the, the, the prop market is telling you these guys are really, really similar, right? It, like, it's just... It's just the the number has has changed so much, so drastically, kind of all day long. So, look again, wasn't our first choice. We'll take it. Um, I still feel fairly good about it. Anytime you have an, a lineup that does that's got Trout and Otani in it, I'll sure. I'll at least say that we've got a we got a shot coming coming home, limping home after they were swept uh, in Baltimore, and you come back home first game uh, now of the series in for Syndergaard four four of his last five starts, three earned runs or fewer allowed as uh, the anti uh, yes, the anti-sweat, anti-sweat continues anti-sweat. as the Brewers put another one across. Brewers. Yes. Let's go. 3-2. 
in the top of the fifth. It's we are. We are rooting hard for the Brew Crew. I mean, I am every day, but especially for this, yes. this particular competition. The other game uh, tonight, which was one we, we looked at, we had the two options, Matt, yeah. for what dog we wanted, and this one we were like, yeah, we're crossing that off right away. Uh, Dallas Keuchel and, uh, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Dallas Keuchel, he of a near oh. 12 ERA on the road this year. Take them out against Logan Webb, a guy I'm a huge fan of in the Giants. I was joking earlier with uh, with Wes Reynolds this morning on Lombardi Line, uh, Matt, so it, because one of these days, I think it's uh, tomorrow, we have to pick a run line. If this game were tomorrow, it would have been. I think yeah, everybody would have been made for us. Giants run line at even money would be yeah. like the primo play here. Giants minus two twenty in the market. We're seeing totals here of eight. A little juice to the under in this one. Yeah, it's Dallas Keuchel's horrible. I mean, like he's legitimately terrible. So there's just no. There's there's no way for me to make a case at all for anything other than anything other than just taking a pass on this one. Unless you want to lay, you know, I mean, if you do want to lay a a massive price, I guess you could do that. But that's just not not my style. So I'll sit back and and watch Dallas Keuchel. Have get you uh, have you looked right. at all at the at the pitcher wins props? We don't have them here in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever taken a dive into those? Because this is one of those games where I'd I'd say if if you're in a market that offers that. Like Logan Webb goes so deep into games, right? And you're right. you're getting a pretty significant discount then on the money line price of two twenty. Certainly, you could lay a run line price if, if you wanted to do that as well. But I'm I will look it up here. I'm sure Webb is in a pretty favorable spot. But a guy who you look at his his game log here, and and he's pretty much somebody who's consistently going like eight innings his last start in San Diego, six, six, seven, seven. So those are his last five starts. I don't yeah. know if those ever intrigue you, but that's one I would look Dallas at. Dallas Keuchel with a 14% K rate yeah. and an 11% walk rate. Oh, that is, if anyone was wondering, that's real bad. Like, that's, that's real bad. Yeah, so, that's terrible. Logan Webb to record a win minus 105. So, pretty much the same as the run line. I actually don't hate that. I actually don't hate that either. Are there any books in Nevada that offer that, Kelly? I don't know. I'm looking at DraftKings. I, I mean, will, I know. I, I just I, I will I'm, side bet you that no, there's no there I'm, I'm, There's no books. way I'm taking <laughs> that <laughs> side bet. Kelly Kelly giggles because of the limited markets here. He's like, ha, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Hee-hee. I'm gonna guess not. I'm not the biggest baseball better, but I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna that go that's out on a limb and yes. say and say no. Stations has got to be the favorite. I would say I, that's that's funny because that's the yeah. first uh, that's the first one I, I'm pulling up here. Oh no, we just have strikeout props. Logan Webb, five and a half over plus one fifteen. Not really a strikeout pitcher though per se. A guy with with sound. Yeah. I mean, his last start he went eight innings, scattered six hits on one run, and only struck out two. So he's not really the guy I I target for strikeout props. More of a if you're in a jurisdiction that has, uh, as you mentioned, the total outs mm-hmm. props, that could be a good one. The to record a win prop that would be another good one as well. That's how I'd uh, I'd target Logan Webb tonight. Needed more help right there. <laughs> would Would you like to name any more props that we wouldn't be able to bet here in Vegas? Um, what additional props that we don't have here that I'm <laughs> yeah, thinking of? Yeah. Are there I don't know quality start props? I don't know. <laughs> start going like the the pitcher to uh, yeah. All uh, you have is strikeouts here. Uh, strikeouts at Boyd. I'm seeing. Sad. I don't think you're gonna be able to find anything better than that. I guess t- I mean team total is kind of the equivalent here that we do have in Nevada, but eh, well, we won't we won't uh, we won't look at that. Uh, still one nothing for our uh, our Padres there, Matt. We got to run around. We, uh, we need some we need some help in I this. Uh, <laughs> They have just been – the bases have constantly been peppered this entire yeah. night, and that is a one nothing lead. We need some help in this in, in, it's a lot in of Tampa. Loss. Oh, man. We will review on the other side what Matt and Kelly already have in pocket for the Open Championship. Matt has made some additions today, so we'll discuss that as we wrap up the show next here on Primetime Action.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In case you didn't already know, it is our first ever baseball betting pentathlon here at Vison. Every show in baseball analysts will be making. We haven't talked about it at all. Five baseball tonight. bets over the span of the next four days to determine who at Vison is the best at betting on baseball. Today's bet we have to make 
is not a total. This is a, an old read. It is yep. a it's a favorite. It's a favorite and underdog. <laughs> a favorite and an underdog. Yes. Follow yes. us at Visa Live for daily updates on who is leading and also this Tomorrow's show. a run line. Tomorrow's a run line. Tomorrow's run line. We already are done today. Thursday's a prop. Yeah. Mount Castle home run. <laughs> the winner will be announced Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, uh, to follow the money. Impossible. Oh, man. It, a lot happened during the break. The, yeah, the, the Milwaukee Brewers uh, just pouring it on in Minnesota as uh, Willie Adamas, who got off to a horrible start this year but hits a, a two-run shot his 18th of the season, 5-2 Milwaukee. And they go to the, I know at least one one show uh, in in this contest had first five there on the yes. Twins. Three different shows on the Twins tonight. So our little uh, the anti sweat, the anti sweat, working out uh, working out big time there. They're anti sweating us because we're only up one nothing. I know here. we're like, only we're, up one nothing. Yeah, this they're they're anti sweating us for sure. Padres just cannot get the guys across yeah. the plate. Man, they've had so many guys on base already. There's got to be uh, what eight left on base so far, something like that. I, it's. I'm pretty sure we're at about that mark. Even I mean, runners in scoring position alone has yeah. been. It was four of the first uh, two innings so far. So uh, at the at the moment, Kelly, you uh, let's see at it, <laughs> for San Diego. I mean, the combined of every hitter is 13. Yeah. So it's been it's been a lot. We need some help from the Red Sox. Down uh, three to two, here. going to yes. the ninth inning. Looks like well, they're bottom of the eighth still. Going to the going to the night. So anyway, the anti. Oh boy, the anti sweat. Oh, what? It does appear to nothing. Top of the first, Astros. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Well. Yep. We're we're lead off walk to Ooh. Altuve. Altuve steals second. Didn't matter because well. Diaz hit a home run. <laughs> it's funny we were so, yeah. we were going so crazy during the last break. If you had the Visa Plus Plus subscription, you would have seen it, and we didn't even know that there were yeah. other. Bets. Well, considering our we didn't even is. really get to make a pick. For our, for our I underdog, know, I know. We'll, we'll take it. Two and we one could, I mean, theoretically, you could have just not made a pick, but that's kind. You know, that, it, that's not in the spirit of the competition. Yes, like we could have kind of a game theory. Like, yes. a, let's take a zero here. Yeah, but like we, we could have taken a push, but like that's that's not in the spirit of the competition. We will yeah. gladly take a two and one start. Yeah, like that's not in the spirit of the, the competition. No pressure, though, Padres. No pressure, Padres. Uh, as far as the Open Championship, Matt, I understand you have added some some wagers. Kelly, I know you have added some wagers as I well. I think my card's complete, actually. It's almost done. Well, it's none of my, none it's of my, your business, Ben. All my additions over here. None of your business. Yes, no, I did. I uh, Well, business. yesterday we did it on the, on the show. It's just not on the graphic for whatever reason. Okay. Um, uh, added Justin Thomas at 22 to 1. Um, that should be on there. I also added Tony Finau at 50 to 1. And then my final outright, I added um, Cameron Young at 110. You can find rest of country, you can get a way better number than me. Rest of country at DraftKings is still available at 130. Um, but the best we could find here in town was 110. And that's going to wrap up the card for me. Um, so I'm you know, maybe a chance, maybe a chance that I do something in tournament, maybe. Mm -hmm. But um, like I said, I wanted some exposure to Xander. It's just that the price is so short. Kelly got an awesome number. I was I didn't get that number, so um, I just loaded up on head to heads, and so I have a bunch of liability on Xander in head to heads. I've got a decent amount of liability on. Rory in head-to-heads as well. So, as opposed to betting them at those super short odds that they're at now for the outrights, I'd rather just play them in head-to-heads 
and then kind of go go from there. If they win the tournament, I'm going to win all the head-to-heads, and right. so I win a bunch of money right. anyway. And right. then it, it also, you know, a little bit less variance because they just got to do better than the guy that I've got them in head-to-head against. So I uh, – that's how I'm playing those guys, and you know my my other my other guys. I just have some bombs in um, in Keith Mitchell, and, and listen. Here's the thing with Keith Mitchell. If this does turn into a course in which you can just bomb it, oh, he's right up there, and you can avoid some of the other things that he does poorly because he's just bombing it down real close to the green and is almost being able to just like drive and putt, drive and putt, home run. Braves, Adam Duvall, two-run shot for the home team. The anti-sweat is real. Hotland. Feels great. Um, So that's why I added, you know, that's why I added Cam Young as well, right? So if this becomes a, if this becomes a course where, look, he got a little shaky with his irons, Kelly, and like that was kind of where his game started to fall off and all that. But like, hey, look, if he's just punching it up there Mm -hmm. or bumping and running, which, you know, I saw some videos today of of Tiger playing some practice rounds where he was 40 yards out and the ball never left the ground. He was just, like, punching it along the ground and just rolling it up there and whatever. So, like, there there's, is going to be creativity to this course, but basically what I'm saying is, is, like, some of these guys who've been shaky in other parts of their game, they're going to have alternatives yeah. as how to play these holes, right? And so... If it does, if it did go that way, then that's that's why I added those. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, we you know a lot of the, especially the big time players, they kind of have all their small deficiencies in their mm-hmm. game. So it will be interesting to see those guys who decide to take a putter instead of trying to chip it up there, or vice versa. Right? We know guys that are really good with those short irons chipping it up there instead of trying to putt it forty feet. Right? So I think it's going to be really interesting uh, going through all that. I did. Uh, I think my card is actually pretty much done. Uh, might have a couple more matchup ads, and then first round leaders I'll add Wednesday night. Um, but yeah, as far as what I ended up doing. On the outrights, uh, and as far as what my models look like, we'll we'll go through all this tomorrow. I don't want to mm-hmm. spend too much time on this, but um, Tony Finau, Shane Lowry, Justin Thomas, top five in my last twelve, last twenty four, last oh. thirty six round model. A lot of that based off of driving uh, statistics. Matt, I know you brought that up earlier when we were talking to Ben Raza. Um, a lot of that looked at a lot of scrambling. Um, a lot of uh, you know strokes gained par fours, as there are only two par threes and two par fives on this course, and of course stroke gained approach heavily uh, in this tournament. Uh, those are the main main stats I looked at. Uh, as far as outrights, JT twenty two to one, Shoffley I got before uh, I was last Friday at twenty five to one. I did add Shane Lowry today at twenty six uh, to one. Just a quick note uh, on Lowry I caught today. You know this is guy that. Uh, Alfred Dunhill links. They play that tournament at St. Andrews uh, each year. Um, ish, some, yeah, ish, yes. Yes, sort of. right, sort yes. of, yes. De- a little bit different setup, it's right? It's a rotation. Yeah, it's, Ro- yeah it's, it's a rotational tournament. So, yeah. Lowry gone under par at all seven rounds he's played there in this stretch, six of them being in the 60s. So, I understand what Ben was saying. With He's a guy, kind of guy that grinds it out a little bit better. But I think, I think just experience-wise, I still like that bet uh, as far as, and also where he ranked in my model. The Sam Burns, 48 
to one. Uh, we've hit on that. I added Finau fifty to one. He is way up there on all my models this week. Um, Fleetwood fifty to one. Homa hundred to one. And then I, yeah. I got a couple of those bombs. You know, our FOMO bombs is yeah. kind of what I'm listed at as Woodland hundred to one. I did throw a few bucks on Deshambo hundred and ten to one. I have no idea what his health is. I have no idea what the weather's going to look like. But Matt, we know if it's if the weather was not blowing, the wind wasn't blowing at all, and somehow Deshambo comes in here perfect. I think theoretically th- this place should set up pretty well for him. So I'm not really banking on that, but 110 to one, I think was, I thought was worth a few bucks. Um, as far as finishing- I lied, I did play Fleetwood as Fleetwood as well. And I also played Fleetwood in a head to head against Matsuyama. Okay. Um, which by the way, I couldn't believe that you got a head to head with Fleetwood against Matsuyama and at, at, at such a, at such a favorable price. So yeah, was your, was your surprised me. Like that one, minus one twenty. Wow. So, and that then I did the as far as finishing positions, I did the top ten, top thirty splits on Homa and Finau. I'm very high on both of them this week. Um, top twenties, big bets on Shoffley, Thomas, and Lowry in that market. Top forty on Keith Mitchell, plus one forty five. Matt, I think you're right. I'll, uh, I do like Keith Mitchell. He was sixth in my last twelve round model uh, coming in here. Matchups played Keith Mitchell over KH Lee, Homa over Terrell Hatton at plus price. Cameron Smith, Cameron Smith and Patrick Cantlay. I don't necessarily love or hate either one of these guys this week, Matt. I just thought minus one fifty on Cantlay in that matchup over Cameron Smith, who I do like a little better than Cant- Cantlay this week. Ah, plus one thirty was a great price for that matchup. And then no hole in one. I grabbed this at minus one thirty five. Only two par threes. Yeah, there's only two par threes. That's uh, yeah. I mean, I guess in theory, if you can drive the green on the par fours, that maybe you can. Right, maybe. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like that's so. So like, but about that Alfred Dunhill, like that's that that kind of is what got me on Fleetwood, right? Is like, so Alfred Dunhill's a links. It's called the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship, and they played on three different courses. Right, so they played on Kings Barnes, they played on Carnoustie, but then one of the courses in the rotation is also the old course. And if you make the cut, it's a fifty-four hole cut event. If you make the cut, then the last round is also on the old course. So you play two rounds right. at the old course. Um, Tommy Fleetwood, 2017, he was 25th in the tournament. 2018, he was second. 2019, he was fifth. 2021, he was seventh. So he has played a ton of golf at the old course, and he's had a ton of success at the old course as well. So uh, that's what got me on, on Fleetwood. Shane Lowry, 19 of his 21 rounds at the old course under par. Eight of his last eight. That's what Kelly was talking about. You can find it plus 26.50 still in, uh, in some markets here in Nevada as well as uh, on the East Coast. All right, that does it for us. We'll be back another show tomorrow. In the meantime, it's the Nightcap. Tim Murray, Sean King up next here on VSIN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.